Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. I'm Luke Crawford. And I'm Karen Bailey. And welcome to the first ever Loadable podcast. How exciting. And our first podcast has got the amazing, the wonderful Joe Lysett. Enjoy! cool with what I was doing last week. It was my kind of party. Your kind of party that wasn't a party. It wasn't a party. It wasn't a party. Anybody listening in, it was not. It can be a party. It's just a socially distanced, on your own party. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. My favourite parties, yeah. my favourite New Year that I ever went on was, I didn't go on it, I stayed at home, I was in the bath with a bottle of champagne and watched these fireworks on the iPad. Oh. I nice. loved that because you don't have to deal with other humans. People. Yeah. You don't have to deal with taxes. None of the Pe- old signs. Yeah, oh, yeah, haggis. People, um, actually, I love haggis. Um, I've never tried haggis. What? <gasps> we'll I don't even some know haggis. what it is. Isn't it something horrible? No, it's lovely. Well, if you're a vegan, it's horrible. Because well, it's, <laughs> it's a big bag of meat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's a big bag of bumhole, essentially. <laughs> Isn't it like... It's, mm, mm, it's good. Uh, I love it. Is it not like just a bag of all the meat? <laughs> you love a, love a, I love a bag of bumhole. Yeah. <laughs> You've always said that, Karen. That's <laughs> why I'm still single. Um, <laughs> isn't it all that offally stuff? No, it's not actually. I think it's probably it, quite good quality is it, meat. Is it sheep's stomach? <laughs> yes. No, it's not stomach. Because I had that once. I tell my, it wasn't sheep's stomach. It was cow stomach in a French restaurant. And it was literally a slice of, not stomach, bowel. Oh. And it's like a, a, it's a French delicacy. And we looked at it and sort of ordered it. And the guy was like, oh, oh, oh. And uh, <laughs> was so after like, eating it, he couldn't <laughs> say a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, sort of very enthusiastic about it. Then it arrived. I cannot, I'm, I love trying new things. I'm very adventurous when it comes to food. It was literally poo. It was eating poo. (laughs) And me and my friend Vanessa, who went for this uh, meal, we sort of looked at them like, is this? And they were like, yeah, that's that's what it is. It's poo. You've you've ordered poo. And we've not (laughs) only have you ordered poo, we've enthusiastically cooked and served you poo. Joe Lysett's on the show, everybody. (laughs) Here I am. Here I am. Thanks for coming. That's the kind of quality content you get when you... (laughs) Well, that leads me beautifully into... (laughs) Uh, Because, uh, well, you've just finished doing Sewing Bee. Yes, the third series of just a socially distanced... Well, it wasn't socially distanced because we did... um, We were in a close contact cohort because I wasn't allowed to see anybody. Is that the phrase? That's the... Yes, the CCC, the close contact cohort. for the first time, we did two celeb specials as well that will be on over Christmas. Oh. Mm. Ooh, you allowed to tell us who, who is in it? Probably or not? not. Oh, okay, we won't push that. <laughs> if you guess, though. Oh, let's play. Let's play. I know. Questions. I know. Yeah, because I do know somebody that's been doing a lot of sewing and putting it on the Facebook page. Oh yeah, who's that? Angela Barnes. Who's that? She's a comedian and she's on. Funnily news enough, quiz. Yeah, she's brilliant. And when oh. I got the sewing bee gig, she sent me these lovely little gifts, like little sewing things, which may have been a bribe. Who knows? Maybe. Mm. No, but she's, she's, honestly, she's literally from scratch. She's been making stuff during lockdown. I, I she's amazing stuff. I remembered that bribe, and I remembered the um, totally suck-up letter that she sent me saying, good luck on the sewing bee, I'm thrilled for you. And uh, when they said, oh, do you like Angela? Would you like to book her for the celebrity special? I said, no. 
and she wasn't booked. No, uh, uh, she wasn't on the list of people. So, but she's lovely. I was only joking. Oh yeah, yeah. no, she is lovely. <laughs> you were looking at me like I'm what? so what kicked off. What's up to you? No, Angela's um, really nice. I remembered it very fondly. So yeah, did she, she have to like girl. totally bubble with all the people on Sewing Bee then for like how many weeks of filming? Is that uh, kind of six like, weeks. Yeah. So did you have to just cut yourself off from everybody else and just bubble with those? Well, people? no, it's like lockdown again, basically. So okay. I just and I quite liked lockdown. So yeah. I just stayed in the house that I stayed in London on my own most of the time because there was no one else there and days are so long on that show you came to a filming day with your mum didn't you and it was yeah it you, was. you were only there for a part of it and that was about I don't know how Joe does it because it's like you've got everybody sewing all day obviously the, the contestants but um the judges uh, they only come in when they're judging basically but you had to be literally on call if somebody has a minor meltdown mm. so you're just relaxing you just like you've done some filming yeah we've done this that and the other yeah. and then you go and sit down and go oh joe somebody's just broken a needle on the sewing machine yeah. and then joe has to rush up and do and all do this like a and, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you're on it you were literally on like almost 14 hour day wasn't it if not yeah, more they're long long old days long old days gosh you see a lot of sh- sewing but you see, my question is, right, mm. now you said about... Because I'm, I'm a celebrity's coming up. Now, I love I'm a celebrity. Oh, it's my favourite thing of the year. But I just think it's hilarious, because if you got signed up for it, and we're talking to my mum about this, if you got signed up for it, you're really excited and you're all ready to go to Australia, and you're going to Wales. Wales. <laughs> Which is in full <laughs> lockdown. Yeah. I mean, the only... That, what are they going to do for the eating trial? Sheep poo? Sheep. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. That's just lamb, though, isn't it? I quite like a lamb dinner. Yeah. Bar- Not lamb dinner. <laughs> yeah. Bar- like a a really dinner. old barabrith. <laughs> <laughs> you have to just <laughs> thumb into your mouth. A rotting Welsh rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, beautiful. You have to snog Tom Jones. <laughs> what else do they have in Wales? <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I really don't see how it's going to work. I bet be some rainy times. Would you yeah. do? Would you? Would you like? Would you like? Would you do? I'm a celebrity. No, thank you. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If I could do that show, right, I would do it and just say no to everything and just be the person everyone hates because they'll vote. Keep voting. Oh, like Julian you, you still get paid the full. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Lovely idea. Like Julian yeah. McKeith. Do you remember Julian yeah. McKeith? The faint. When mm. she fainted and then she yeah. realised that a t-shirt had ro- rode up. So she, so she fainted and she went, ah, <laughs> oh, pulled her date t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yes, Best so, bit of telly yeah. ever, and you could see Antidet try not to laugh. Mm. Yeah, that's the because Wales is in full yeah, lockdown, it's proper lockdown, isn't it? isn't and it? you can't buy anything but essential goods. Because I noticed yes. that they've they've cordoned off the bookshelf where Antidet's book is on the shelf. Oh. oh, really? So I'm wondering whether you know during the days off when they're not filming in the day they could maybe drive round Wales to the people that wanted the book and read it to them. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's, that's a trial. We have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. It is on my Christmas... You say that, it's on my Christmas list. I, I do like, I do lo- I love I like I just think that we're talking about non-essential items, though. Uh, Tesco and Cardiff messed up because mm-hmm. they cordoned off the sanitary products. Oh, yeah. <gasps> a non-essential product. My- <laughs> women were like, saying, you can have beer, but you can't buy a tampon. <laughs> Is that how they speak in Wales? Is it? Well, yeah, I can't do a Welsh accent. <laughs> do with a tampon, I, please. They're lovely. But, uh, I can't do Welsh. I end up being sort of Nigerian. Hello there. Yeah, not Welsh. <laughs> not... I'm in Cardiff. That's better. I'm going to Tesco now. <laughs> to... <laughs> because it appears I've had a stroke. Yeah. Why are you talking so slow? <laughs> I am going to watch The Jungle, though. I quite like... I do. Oh, I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm really interested just to see what trials are going to do. Who's your favourite out of Ant and Deck? Oh, Deck. I like Deck. Yeah. That's a little one, isn't it? That's yeah. a little one. 
the yeah. little one. I like Deck. I think as well, especially as when Ant was a naughty boy and Deck had to do a lot of presenting yeah. on his own. Mm. I think he did really, really well. He did. Yeah, and did. Uh, the, the year when Holly co-hosted. Yes, that was a good year on the way. It was, a, it was a vintage year. And I remember my friend, uh, Harry, who you I know, know Harry. Know well, Karen. He <laughs> he described Holly. He said that she was so fit it made him angry. <laughs> and I thought that was a really <laughs> so beautiful way of putting it. Actually. If you knew Harry, that is just... But, but actually, it's, it kind of gets to the nub of something, which is sometimes when someone's yeah. really fit, it does make you cross. I don't know what... It makes me cross. I think maybe it's the, the fact that they're so unobtainable. Oh, attractive or, people. Yeah, oh. or it's sort of it kind of throwing it in your face a bit, you know, kind of... You look back at yourself and go, oh, well, I'm not Holly Willoughby, am I? I always like to imagine that attractive people have got their own problems, though. Oh, yeah. You see, well, I always had the theory that really beautiful people don't need a personality. Mm. Yeah. And then every now and again you get some people like, like Emma Willis is somebody else who's she's stunning. She's so nice. And then she's lovely. Oh, and she's, my God. Oh. I'm getting angry now. Yeah, I'm livid. What, because she's a nice person? Yeah, bring back ugly old aunt. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Munter and McPartman, please. <laughs> Shout out to Ant if you're listening to Brum Radio. Of course, he listens every week. Of course, of course. I'll talk about my allotment actually as well. That's going to send everyone to well, sleep. Well, you, you, you and um, you and Joe can talk plants, and I'll All go. Right. I'll have a little. I'll have a little Give nap. Little sleep. I am worried I'm getting middle-aged, I'm not going to lie. I have to say, though, my mum did actually buy me um, some plants for my birthday, like, in a... But oh, it's really ridiculous. It's one of these long, sort of, what do you call them? Trough. Trough. And it's got... And it's all planted up already. But she says it won't come through till next spring. You've just got to keep watering it. Yeah, they're probably bulbs, aren't they? They'll be bulbs, Bulbs, yeah. yeah but I think one's already come through. Ooh. Lovely. It's probably just really hot on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> it's confused by the temperature of the boat. It's got its own ecosystem. It's so nice. Yeah, I want to get... Well, you're going to do me some cuttings as well, aren't you? I'll do you some cuttings. No, I've no. got, tell you what, got a lot of sage. Do you Have you grown sage we in your garden? We're not growing sage, no. Oh, doesn't care. Sage Wildfire. just keeps going. <laughs> it's not like your tomato plants, is it? What? What do you mean? Well, your tomato plants, wherever you plant something, tomato oh, yeah. plants... Oh, yeah. Just pop up. Just pop Tomatoes up. all over the place. Oh. I tell you what, I never realised... You know when you open, you know, eat a cherry tomato, cut it open, there's all those seeds like the in there. yeah. There's like, I don't know, how many seeds you say in a cherry tomato? 20 seeds? Millions. Yeah. Millions of seeds. Well, I didn't realise if you happen to let one of them just fall onto the ground... Yes. They really don't care and they just grow more tomatoes. My you don't have to nurture her. them or anything. There's just so many all <laughs> over my garden. They're like gate crushing the rest of the plants. Yeah. <laughs> my nan was literally, I popped to see my nan the other day from the garden. Heartbreaking. I'd love to go into her house. Anyway, she said she chucked a tomato out into the garden and it literally grew an entire massive plant of like beef tomatoes. Yeah. See, yeah. now I don't like tomatoes. Oh, controversial. Like that is controversial. Mm. Oh. Don't mind the flavour, don't like the texture. Mm. And on that note... Have you ever done that thing where you work out your drag name? No. It's something to then. do with the first road you lived on and your first pet or something, isn't it? Oh, right. Yeah. Or your middle name and your name of your first pet. Yeah. I've got two drag acts that I'm working on. Oh. Nigella Farage. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> uh, and then the other one, which I've... So that one is... They've all got northern accents because I've... I don't know why, I just find them funny. So she um, tells anti-immigration jokes whilst making a goat mass of <laughs> <laughs> And then... Uh, and then... Um, the other one I've got is Greta Fatberg. <laughs> so it's me dressed as a schoolgirl in a sewer. And um, 
In a sewer? Why yeah, a yeah. sewer? Because that's where the fat burger was, wasn't okay, it? Okay, fine. Um, I'm in the sewer going, you stole my future! At the, um, at the wrapper of a toffee crisp. <laughs> That's, that's Wouldn't you just like to spend a day yeah. in Joe's brain? In his head, yeah. In his head. I think I would. Chris I like that. Back. You can work out your lockdown alcoholic name easily enough. Yeah. That's your first name followed by your last name. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Very nice. That was good, wasn't Very it? Very nice. <laughs> and Joe Lysett's still with us. Hello there. He's, he's not gone yet. We've not scared not him off. No, I'm here for the rest of my life. <laughs> this is a lock-in. The door is locked. Oh, do you know what? I'd quite like a lock-in at some point. Yes! Oh, actually, let's unlock it, get some beers in, and yeah, then lock it first. again. <laughs> yeah. And then, lock and then the occasionally unlock it to go to the loo. Yeah, that'd be good. And then maybe unlock it for... Food? To food. go for food, food and to go to bed for a bit. Yeah, and then maybe we'll just come back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And then come so, back. So it's not really... Next week, no, come yeah. next week. Not I like really my own guys. bed too much. Oh. Um, oh. And Georgia is going to do your uh, yeah, tarot. Yeah, Yeah. I'm still sceptical about these She looks like she meddles in the dark arts. She does. The one you were going to say then. Yes. She meddles in the yes, you do, yeah. don't you, Georgia? Oh, Feasts on children's organs before oh, really bedtime. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen some uh, curses under my bathroom scene. Yeah, so it's <laughs> so Hall- Halloween y, isn't it? Lovely. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's quite, How, where did you train at your tarot? Um, my uni flat bedroom. Right. So did you do kind of what, YouTube or? Um... Um, I just, they come, each deck comes with a little book and I just read it and memorize it. Oh, so it's. See. It's the but proper it's, stuff. Oh, it's yeah. to do with how the cards interact with one another. Because I bought once, because it made me laugh, in Mosley, they had, um, uh, what's the kind of dark arts? It's not dark arts, but where they sell all that incense and stuff. Shop. New Zen, Age. Is it called Zen? Zen. It was yeah. Zen, and that, probably New Age now. And um, I saw some gay tarot cards in there, and all of the cards Ooh. had, like, gay lads on there. And um, so I bought the gay tarot cards, but I've always got sort of slightly distracted by... The, the pictures, six, six packs. Of <laughs> yeah, because you gave me a pack of those, and I tried to tell, I tried to tell my own fortune, mm. and it told me that I was going to meet somebody, but they weren't going to be interested. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, right, so we are we going to go over to Georgia now? So um, we're oh, very excited. Oh wow. God, I forgot this was happening. Okay, right. So this is. So can we say what what was your question for Georgia? Uh, I wanted so Georgia's going to read my tarot. I wanted Georgia to focus on my love life because it's getting close to a year since anyone's touched it. <laughs> Georgia looks scared. <laughs> so when is somebody going to touch yeah, Joe's corny I'd like shop? a specific date just so I can know to prepare. Yeah. Well, it, it starts off really strong. So we have the three of cups, which is going out, having fun, being footloose and fancy free, which implies to me, if you're going to meet someone, it'll be in a, you know, going out type setting. So you right. might be waiting. At the bar over the road. Uh, after yeah. the show. Yes, yeah. okay. Yeah. Watching the album. It starts strong. Okay. Good vibes. That's a good vibe, But yeah. then oh. it's the three That's of... That's enough from you. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> three of swords, which I will show you through the window. Oh, look. Oh, I'm going to have a threesome. It's, um, that card means complete heartbreak, utter desolation, Sorrow. Oh no! Pain. Oh, oh. We should have stopped. Um, George, stop. stop. <laughs> and then, but it, it, not necessarily. On, my, is it going to be my heartbreak, or am I going to break someone else's heart? I mean, it, not it's, sure which. It's is worse. not looking great when I consider the last card, which is the Seven of Swords, which of swords. always comes up when there's a, a cheating, <gasps> a cheating man. Oh. oh! I'm going to cheat on someone, basically. Well, no, no, no. Well, if. You could be heartbroken and be cheated on, or oh, you I could see. do the cheating and be. Or you could meet a cheater. Okay, or I could meet a and cheater. And does it get better? 
Was, that, I tell you what, here's a cracker of a story. Thank you for that. Um, I'll never speak to you again. Um, the friend of mine whose um, mum was dating someone for eight years discovered via an anonymous tip-off that he's just married a woman that he's been with for at least four years Whoa. and literally married her last summer and um, like asked her for money at that point and she like lent it to him and it was to pay for this wedding. Isn't that huge? God! Oh, um, my God! So, uh, so that's so. My love life is well. It's kind of it starts good. This person here, he's the he's picture shows a man going into an enemy camp and stealing their weapons so they can't fight back. Great. So fun. that's the kind of person that's coming yeah, for you. Yeah, sick. Okay. Or you could be that person. Yes, you or could I could be, be that person. Yeah. Um, what can I? Is this destiny? Is there anything I can do? To... Um, I mean, if you're gonna go out and meet them, just stay at home. <laughs> You see, there lockdown you lockdown has helped you not be heartbroken. There you go, so it's saved me. Okay, fabulous. And has, have you gleaned anything else or other than... I can ask again. I can ask for a when happiness is coming, if you it, want. It sounds like a big if to me. It's not a when, <laughs> isn't it? It's like maybe, perhaps, some happiness for Joe. No, I'm very happy. I'm, yeah. I'm actually quite happy with that because I think... Uh, Lockdown has been, obviously, for most single people, unless they've been breaking the law, um, has not been much fun in that regard. But as things start to... Well, it's getting worse now, so we probably won't be allowed to do anything mm. for ages. Well, toxic it may, it may people be... are always a bit more fun, aren't they? I quite enjoyed yeah, lockdown. And I do attract some... Not, I wouldn't say toxic isn't the word, but, like, sometimes it gets <laughs> some loony, A seven loony of swords, yeah. A few seven of swords, Yeah. Yeah, and you have broken a few hearts along the way as well. Haven't I you? have broken some hearts, yes, because um, I'm such them a against the wall and stud. stomped on them. Weirdly, before you came in, I googled questions you should ask guests on your radio shows. Yes, uh, and one of them was, would you date a fan? Oh. While we're talking about romanciness, so if a fan approached you and they were particularly beautiful, yeah, would you date someone? That's... Yeah, I've done it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And yeah. how, how's that worked out? Yeah, it's great. Oh, good. They're really fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you definitely, feel... I was definitely punching. Didn't you? <laughs> so you've taken advantage of that. Then. You did meet somebody there, didn't you? That you you found they'd got a copy of your book. Oh yeah, that was slightly oh, yeah. Alan Partridge esque. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Yeah, mm. on the bedside table. I mean, I didn't leave. Oh, so, you know. I know, but just like, I'd find that so weird. You're just like, oh, hello, you've been doing your research. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that is a bit weird. But, um, you know, you've got to get it where you, where you can yeah. get it, really. Well, yeah. It sounds like, that, a, you know, after after the reading I've just had, that I will... <laughs> <laughs> went one you did blind date. Yeah. The other question that came up on that page, weirdly, was would you ever change your name? But, of course, you've done that. Oh, yeah, been there, done yeah, that. been that. That's old news. Yes, um... No, I think I think I can't do that again. I think that would be um, yeah. a silly. Uh... That went massive, though, didn't it? That was like national, world news. Yeah, it was international. Like... It was. I was getting requests from all over the world to do interviews about, uh, which is good, really, because I wanted to get that story out there as far and wide as possible. They're a global brand, and they've been naughty, mm. and uh, they had their palms slapped by old Joe. Such a good series, that as well. Is there Thanks. another one? Have we got another one coming? We hope so. We're just trying to work out how to do it um, within the new world yeah. that we're living in. Because, you know, a lot of it involves 
doorstepping people and whatever, and we can't do a lot of that. Was filming interrupted for the last series, or did you manage to get it all filmed just in time? All of our stunts and all of our stories were finished. We just didn't get to do the last two studios, which we did uh, from home, basically. So so we we managed to do it in a safe way. But, um, uh, yeah, all all over. Hopefully that'll come back. That was, that I hope so, so yeah. It's a, I love it's making a great show. Yeah. It just feels like you're getting stuff done. Yeah. You know, like it's mm. fun, but also and people, literally got yeah. back almost millions of pounds. There are companies out there that take the mick, aren't there? So oh. for the little guy to get a voice is a, is a good thing. Yeah, and I'm proud that that's the show that has my name on it. You know, that's, um, that that's what it does. Because, yeah. I, I mean, there were times, I remember I was in a box being delivered to the CEO of Hermes. <laughs> and I was in this box freezing and I was in there for about an hour and I thought, I could have just developed some sort of panel show, couldn't I? <laughs> you know, just like some silly quiz. And I'm here at six in the morning in a box dressed as Hermes, the Greek god. <laughs> Why did I decide this But it was good myself? telly, though. Good telly. It was good telly, good telly. Yeah. It was good telly. You need a stunt double. Oh, Bert's behind the door. Sorry, so we were just having a cup of tea passed to us. And my little dog, Bertie, who absolutely adores Joe, doesn't he? Yes. Well, it, sometimes. And then sometimes he makes a, like a... Uh, <laughs> Growl uh, noise. Yeah. That's only when you put him in the shower. He, oh, mate. I put him in the shower. I was looking after him and Karen was um, otherwise disposed. And um, popped him in the shower and he was totally docile. Had this little dog shower. I used dog shampoo, all of that. And then the look on that dog's face for like two days afterwards just was, it was like trauma. We were never going to be friends again. Was, oh. Jez had this brilliant video on his phone and he, he just filmed it through the crack in the door. So you can just see through the crack in the door, you can see Bert lying on the bed looking really miserable. Really oh. <laughs> Jez like going, Bertie, Bertie. And he, he's, his little eye just looks up as if to go, you, you can shove it up your what yeah. did you say? take? Did you take Bert on Taskmaster? Wasn't Bert the dog on Taskmaster? Yes, he was, wasn't he? He was. He's been on I Taskmaster. To, I had to bring something cute. So, so you had a choice between Karen and Bert. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was really tricky. Really but... I'm still <laughs> disgusted though that the person who won it took a picture of herself. I mean, how vain is that? Who, who was that? Was it Mel? I can't remember who was that. Was, was it Lolly? Lolly. 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 She took a, ba- a picture of her as a baby. And I'm thinking, Bert is way cuter than you, love. Mm. I mean, she was cute, I have to say. No, but yeah. In our house, we have Taskmaster parties. Do you? Yeah, we host our own little Taskmaster. I think it's a brilliant show. It's, oh, it's, it's such such good. It's so much fun when you have a go at doing those tasks. It was the, one of the most fun things I've ever done, other than being on this radio show. Obviously. Uh, What's the name of the guy? I've forgotten his name now. I'm about to talk about him. The guy who invented it. Alex Horn. Him. He tweeted, because I tweeted him, <laughs> just begging for likes. Um, when I, we, we, I took a photo of us playing the game, and he tweeted. Um, and I set him a task, and I thought, oh, this is clever. I said, you've got 100 days to get Luke Crawford on the next series of Taskmaster. I just got blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really get blocked? No, I didn't get blocked, but I just got ignored. Yeah. Uh, he's was... lovely, Alex, actually. I didn't know who devised it. Did he devise it with Greg, or did he just do it on his own? He devised it at the Edinburgh Festival one year. I don't think it was called Taskmaster, but basically he got loads of um, comedians over the month to do various things, and then they all came to the final show to go through it all. Such a good idea. But one of them uh, was... I I think it was like 
20, 30 comedians when he did it. That is, so it's a lot of comedians. One of them was just deposit the largest amount of money in their <laughs> bank account. <laughs> and obviously comedians are very competitive. So he said basically he paid off his entire Edinburgh and beyond because all these comics are sending in <laughs> hundreds if not thousands of pounds because they really wanted to win this task. <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, he, he started it there and then it was re- rejected by... I think it was rejected by Channel 4 before oh. they then realised it was really good and bought it And back. now it's gone back on, yeah. Um, yeah. But it was Dave that obviously took the punt. Uh, it's it, On paper, it shouldn't work. It is the sort of thing that Dave mm. would pick up. But it's that magic of him and they cast it really well, if I say so myself. <laughs> uh, and Greg, the little relationship between those two. Even it's on day so 100. It's it is it's great. And, and they do seem to pick people who... Are really up for it, and and then all people who just ask. I mean, I remember Carrie Godleyman being on it, and she just made oh, me laugh, just just so attempting the task. She's just got, you know, if you, if you get comedians on with funny bones that will just throw themselves into it. Yeah, you know, I think it, it's brilliant. Even yeah. on day one hundred, I was genuinely hoping Alex Horn was yeah. going to send me an email saying, "You're on, you're on." Yeah. Just waiting yeah, by the just, um... just one day he'll rue that day. He will. Yeah, he will. They'll ask me, and I'll say, "No, I'm not doing it." Mm. I don't like you. Yeah, mm. good for you, mate. Thanks. You think about it though. Some of the simplest ideas are the ones that become the most successful. I mean, you look at deal or no deals. One, I know. We did, did. We did deal or no deal. Didn't we, we did. Yes. Yeah. There's speculation, isn't there, that the guy off the pointless program mm. was the banker? Is that true? No. Oh, is that just no. a I know the rumor? banker. Oh, do you really? Yeah. <gasps> we had to. We were on it. Um, Sarah Millican did one, raising money for charity. And mm. we had so much fun doing it because we went down the night before and all had a meal. And we were all, we actually, they were telling us all the things you can and can't do with it. You can't lean on the box, can't do this with the box, can't do that. Oh. And I said, but they haven't said you can't have a little red glass of red wine on the box. So oh. I wanted to sit there with a yeah, glass nice. of red wine. Yeah. And um, they, we actually had to practice opening the box. So you had to lean with yeah. the one arm. Oh, is that the why tag. they all do it the same way? Because mm, people get it wrong, and yeah. Yeah. Oh. I signed a, a form to say that I wouldn't say who the banker is. Oh. But as soon as this microphone gets turned off. No, I'm going to do it now. Oh, do it, exclusive people. Because it's going to blow your mind. No, it's not. The banker is Carl Chin. <laughs> Wait, no. It's not. no, of course not. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes! I nominated him for Brummy in the Week. Can you imagine if it's oh, Carl? Oh, that would be so funny. Carl oh, Chin as the banker. Jelly with £4,000. For a split second, I was picturing him in a little room with the yeah. phone, talking to Noel Edmonds. Because oh, Georgia loves a moustache, don't you? She, we had, I, I nominated... <laughs> she does. I nominated Bob Carroll Jews as a Brummie of the Week mm. and Georgia picked him only purely because of the moustache. I was robbed that week. Who would be the most fun banker? Chris Akabusi would be great. Yeah, he'd be quite funny. Someone really irritating. Anthony Worrell Thompson. Him. Oh, Piers he'd Morgan. be a good one. Piers Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. A- Alan, Alan Sugar would be good. Rishi Sunak. Twenty percent of whatever you you yeah, earn. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be a good one. Boris or someone like that. Oh god, yeah. yeah. Is Me that and Universal Credit. To, <laughs> is that your progression to chancellors? You have to do a stint as the banker, the banker. on deal yeah. or no I want to know who the banker is. I'm going, to, mm. I'm going to prize this information. He's not, he's not a celeb, he's a TV producer. Oh. And a very nice man. Oh. Does he actually make it? The, is, I bet he's told what he has to offer, isn't he? No, because he's the exec, so actually it does fall on oh, him. Oh, so he can make the oh, okay. He actually does. The banker is uh, the, basically the exec producer. Um, uh, not named, oh. I don't think. Doesn't matter, no, it's off air. Insider it? info. Yeah. <laughs>
It's the 0121. We should have called it the 0121 show. I like Loadable, though. I like Loadable. Uh, so that's Lotto Boys. I'd never heard that. I said, you've introduced me to it's some... It's a banger. Fine new music. It's a Birmingham oh, banger. It's not that it. new. It's, um, I would say, old. Yeah. Three mm. years? Four years. Not that old. I've never heard it before. But you know me, no, it's my music. You're not mm. great, are you? No. It's not but the then I've never heard of that. ELO, then Karen's not interested. <laughs> it's quite a nice game, Based on my experience. There's another Birmingham song. Let me have a little thing. Right, and you've got a vegetable quiz. <laughs> I have got for, a veg quiz. For Joe. And I'm going to ask this, Joe, as one of our silly questions. If you were a vegetable, what oh, would you be? Good question. Oh. I'd be something a bit show-offy. Oh, i tell you what I'd be. I'd be a squash. <laughs> a butternut. Yeah, butternut, whatever. What are because, the other squashes? Because they sort of crawl along the ground for ages and then they just show off with these like big sort of dollops of... Flower. A big flower and then a big dollop of deliciousness. <laughs> Do they? That's me. Mm. I, I thought, thought you'd be I... a, a purple sprouting broccoli. Why is that? Because I could just see you purply sprouting. Mm. I mean, that's a medical... That's quite showy. It's a medical emergency, Carrie. <laughs> <if that's... laughs> I got introduced to rainbow chard this year. Did you? Yeah. It's I no different to... to normal chard. No, it's not a rainbow as well. It's not a rainbow, it's just red. It's just slightly different. Yeah. No, yes, you've actually it? lost me now. But a rainbow chard. I've just had a text from my other half. Yes. <laughs> um, saying that we've just ordered for our allotment <clears throat> some cabbage collars. Well, there's some fun news for you. Lockdown, I didn't think it would get any, any worse. <laughs> cabbage <laughs> collars? Yeah, so apparently this is a collar that we put around our... Because we're growing some winter cabbages. Um, mm. It's a collar that we're going to put around our cabbages to stop the cabbage rot fly. That's a thing. Um, you, you were impressed that you, about carrot fly, weren't you, Karen, weeks ago? Uh, I wasn't topic? impressed. I was just bemused at the fact that a carrot fly yeah. can only grow half an inch above the ground. Well, on our allotment, I'm I mean, learning fly. a lot from the guy next door. I can't remember his name. I never remember Jeff? his name. It might be Jeff. Steve? Could be Steve. Gary. I'm not sure. He talks Keith? a lot. Um, he's got some questionable views on politics, but he knows a lot about growing stuff. Yeah. And he gives us a lot of um I want to know more veg. about his politics than the... <laughs> yeah, I know, I bet, yeah. He's very cabbagist. Uh, quite, <laughs> quite inappropriate things he, he comes out with sometimes, but, you know, liberal-minded, all that. Uh, yeah, he gives us a lot of free veg, actually. It's quite good. And I'm learning lots. What have you learned? What's the best thing you've learned? So I learned about carrot fly. Yes. I learned about different weeds that were growing on my on my plot, mm. or on our plot. Because a weed? A weed's just a... God, please there's tell no, me this there's sentence. No, there's no um, specific differentiation for weed. A weed is just a, a plant all in the, mind. in the wrong place. It's all it? in the yeah, mind. A, a weed is just a plant you don't want. Yeah. It's like me. I'm a weed. Yeah. No. No, you're not. No, you're more of a sort of um, reluctant shrub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that, a reluctant shrub. So we've got so your your Instagram is becoming quite popular. I love the way you talk about your veg that you're growing. Yeah. It's quite rude, Un, isn't in it? An unbroadcastable way. Yeah, it's good. I just love the garden. I found I, I'd done a little bit last year, and then lockdown gave me the opportunity to really blast it. And it was so fun having a little go at everything, and um, it's the reward of eating stuff. I mean, I cooked for Karen at one point. It is rewarding. Delicious. The stuff is amazing. And it, the stuff that you can get out of the garden, it's so much fresher. The sweet Wheat corn, remember oh, sweet oh, corn, Karen? It's we so had yeah. the same thing with corn on the cobs. I've never tasted a corn on the cob Unbelievable. like it. Unbelievable. And really so, nice. you know, uh, with what could have been uh, wasted time where I just sort of sat around, and a lot of it was, actually, time you've enjoyed is never time wasted, I, I believe. No. But um, I could have spent a lot of it, you know. I like as well your random pot. Tell Luke about your random pot. Oh, yes, I've got a kind of um, Darwinian, uh -huh. it's a basket. 
that I put a black bag in and put some holes in for drainage, put some soil in, and then I just threw a load of, I put some bulbs, some seeds, and just so you whatever, don't know what you're get. whatever survived, wow. deserved to survive. Yeah. And let me tell you, it was an ugly basket of flowers. <laughs> what survived? So it's like a fight to the death in that basket. Yeah. The, the bulbs did well, so I had some sword lilies, they're called, and they, they did all right. But because it's quite shallow, nothing really yeah. had enough root room. I think there's some little flowers that did all it right. It is the Hunger there, Games of your garden, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it that was my tester. Um, but yeah, I had loads of produce, so many tomatoes. I made little over. Jeans that look like little willies. That oh, I fun. saw these on your yeah. Cucumelons. Yeah. Um, uh, what are you cucumbers. growing over the winter? Because we've now most of our crop is now out, right? Yeah. So now it's looking a bit bare. So we, today I literally I was telling you before we went on air. Uh, today I've been fetching wood, and I've been down the allotment. So obviously I work in a school, um, and they've gutted the girls' PE changing room. So I've taken the tops off the benches um, to build raised beds to make our plot look a little bit nice. Because nice. a lot of people down there have got nice plots. As a bit and good for your carrot a fly. A bit shabby and good for the carrot fly. Uh, but I had to spend the afternoon scraping chewing gum off the off the bottom and not good couldn't um, you get a lighter are... and just burn it off oh, yeah but it'd burn the wood wouldn't it no if you do it quick I know this is like a white spirit I think we're talking like 35 years worth of gum on these benches oh. these are the things that come with being a gardener yesterday I um, emptied the compost bin oh. it's not a you know it's, it's, not a, nice it's, a, job. it's a messy job but it's god they're going to be grateful all those plants when they yeah do you have to turn that? your compost no, so I, oh, mate, you've started because we've now. got a oh. massive compost area at the back of our block. We haven't turned it yet. Get a hot compost bin. Oh, is this, is, I don't know what the, we've just. Got it's one. an insulated what, what, what? compost bin, and you put all of your sort of clippings and everything that goes into it. You put loads of so cardboard. I'm always getting past parcels from Amazon. You put cardboard in there. So you rip up your cardboard, put it in there because it needs some dry stuff for the worms okay. to sort of work through, and. Uh, and it's because it's insulated, you make compost sometimes. And if it's, it steams, it gets so hot from the natural wow. just bio heat. Um, you can get fresh compost in like three months. See, we've had ours going for about eight months and I don't think it's doing anything. You want to get a hot compost bin? <laughs> get a hot no. compost bin. Because actually, com- normal compost bins. Didn't your mum buy it you for your birthday ages. or something? I think she did actually. Yeah, yeah I remember you started saying, yeah. What did your mum get you? And went, Hot oh, compost bin, and he was yeah. so excited. We just inherited one on our plot, so we've tried, we just keep loading it up, but I don't think That's it's probably doing much. fine for like leaves and stuff. But yeah. if you want like really good compost quick, get a hot compost oh, bin. I'm going to make a note of this. Yeah, it's good. Mm. It's really good. So, um, so what are you growing over the winter? Have you got any kale? And then I tried carrots, but I started them too late. So I think I'm going to have a, a, a harvest-free winter. Actually, oh, we're going to do some garlic, I reckon, and some onions. Oh, and that's stuff. an idea. But maybe garlic. I'll smash some garlic in. Yeah, because that'll still easy. go, won't it? It'll yeah. Grow it? yeah. So, um, little quiz for you. Bit of fun. Um, are these real or not real vegetables that okay. you can grow in your garden? Garlic, I think, is real. Garlic yeah. is real. Garlic is real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first one: Chinese fireball. That sounds is real. Is that a to real me. vegetable yeah, or that not? That sounds like a cabbage to me. Oh, Karen. Chinese fireball. Um, I'm going to say false, just to be, you know. Mm. Karen's got it. It's a dragon in Harry Potter. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Uh, what about fat hen? Don't call me that again. <laughs> Karen's nickname. Um, fat hen. Fat hen. Real fat or hen. not a real vegetable you can grow in your garden. Fat hen. It's so weird. No one had come up with it, so I think it's real. Karen? I would say it's real. It is. It's real. What um, is it? It was eaten as a vegetable from Neolithic times until the 16th century when it was replaced by spinach and cabbage. It's rich in vitamin C and it's oh. still grown and eaten in North India. 
fat hair. Lovely. Uh, what about Fandangos? Can you hear me, Clem Fandango? <laughs> <laughs> what about Fandangos? I think that's real. I feel like I've heard of Fandangos somewhere. Kaza. Um, I'm going to say true because it's my, one of my favourite sitcoms. Oh, you from. guys are good at this. It is real. They are vigorous with heavy crops of deep red fruits. They're a variety of tomato mm. um, ah. with good yes, flavour. Yes, yes. They're blight tolerant and are resistant to something I can't read. Here's a top tip for your blight. Put your the soil that you grew your tomatoes in, put it in the bin. Get rid. Oh, and start again next year. Start again because blight can stay in the soil all oh, writing that down. Mm. So if you've had blight, get rid, get get rid. rid of that soil. So we're just about to get the end of our tomatoes. Uh, next one. What about Sunny Ray Kit? I, I, Sunny Ray Kit. I'm going to say false. No, false, false. That is false. That's uh, Those are the names of uh, Sophie Ellis Bexter's children. <laughs> <laughs> Sunny sure. Ray Kit. Really? Yeah. Uh, last one. Sticky Willy. Oh, that's going to be real. I think it's real. I think it's like an aubergine or something, isn't it? Um, it's a plant, but not a vegetable. Oh. It's, um, mm. it's got, <laughs> this plant has creeping, straggling stems that grow along the ground and over other plants. I think uh, I've met him. Have you? <laughs> I think we all have, Karen, to be honest. Uh, they attach themselves with small hooked hairs which grow out of the stems and leaves. Adrian Charles. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, hello, hello. This is Joe Lysett. Yes, it's me, Claire Balding. <laughs> Sorry, Joe Lysett. <laughs> changed, mm. changed. Uh, we are going to do uh, Premier of the Week very soon. Joe, you're going to vote on this. Yeah. Um, uh, can I just... I know that you've got two ones that you've already suggested, but I just wanted to put Beverly... Beverly Knight, sorry, oh. <laughs> vomited as I was saying. <laughs> Bev, uh, Beverly Knight into the mix. Cause, oh, um, for Brummy of the Week. Yeah, because I met her once and she was ever so nice. And um, she's so sort of beautiful and ethereal. She's got that sort of beautiful giant hair. And she was, but it was backstage at the town hall. She was doing something with Sarah Millican. I think it was uh, her podcast that she does. And it was her and Jess Phillips and a couple of others. And uh, I was sat backstage. and um, Oh, what a group. And she was talking about how much she loves Birmingham, whatever, and she's just so... There's just something so sort of beguiling about her. And then we sort of stopped talking and everyone was sorting their sort of bits and bobs out for the show. And she started eating something, and I said, oh, what are you eating there? And she went, bag of scratchings. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> love scratchings. Oh, she oh. should get it just for that. Well, that's yeah. it. I just, you know, you've got this goddess eating a bag of scratchings. Oh, she's my kind of woman. <laughs> oh, I might change my nomination. Bag of scratching. <laughs> Joe, uh, it's almost the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank what a darling. pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, one final question. A few people have asked this, and actually will help me out as well. I was supposed to do a stand-up comedy gig um, at Karen's Comedy Club in Sutton back in March. Yeah. It didn't happen. I practised my ladle in the kitchen, as yeah. have probably lots of people that are plucking up the courage to do uh, to do comedy. Any advice for people that are trying to get into it? or? Well, my advice would have been, and still is, to do it and just go for it because a lot of people drag their heels and go, oh, yes, once I've worked out my fabulous 10-minute set, then I'll go and do some stand-up, but not until then. And actually, you just don't know what you're doing until you've done loads of sets. Yeah. So um, try and get some gigs. I know there's not that many around at the minute, but try and get some. Uh, I know people are doing Zoom gigs. I'm yeah. not, I've not tried them myself, but I know a lot of people have got a lot out of it. But if you can't do that, if you can't get to a gig safely, if you don't want to do a Zoom gig, then just write as much as you can as well. It's all about doing. It's about trial and error, Throw some stuff out on Twitter, see what goes down well. Um, and, yeah, you've just got to keep chipping away at it. Yeah. Like anything creative or kind of worth Good advice. Doing, 
just got to keep doing it. Especially comedy, because you must cack your pants sometimes, just like going onto a stage full of, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially going back since People. since lockdown, it's it's all that nerves come back, and you're like, can I remember how to do it? It's oh God, I was quite terrified scary. when I did my I did a gig in July. I was terrified, but that's good because it shows you care and nerves mm. give you a little. You learn to harness nerves; yeah. they become part of the experience and kind of quite exciting. What a great podcast! My favourite bit, Karen, was the bumhole stuff. Yeah, that was brilliant. Also, he talked about my beautiful dog. Bird. He did, he, he did. did. Oh, what a great guy. If you liked that and you're listening to more podcasts, you can find them online, brumradio.com slash podcasts or on your favourite podcast app, people. So tune in, please, and tell all your mates. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.